listening to the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. On today's program, we're going to give you facts and documentation regarding the specific plan to destroy Western civilization, specifically the United States of America, the EU, and numerous other nations, the planned destruction of of those nations, which is occurring right now. And if you don't know that it's occurring right now, then you need to listen to this program. You need to take notes. You need to open your eyes. You need to read. And most of all, you need to think for yourself. Because this destruction is happening at an accelerated rate. And we're going to give you documentation. I've been giving you documentation for decades, but it, is a, it has accelerated. And it's being covered up by what Adolf Hitler uh, called in his time the big lie and uh, the premise that the dictator Adolf Hitler used and his Nazi generals used in uh, controlling uh, first Nazi Germany and then the various nations that he conquered. He wrote in Mein Kampf, his, his big book uh, that he wrote largely in prison, and he talked about the principle of the big lie. And essentially, the principle of the big lie is that it is far easier to, con- to convince the middle class, the lower class, the working class, it is far easier to, to convince them and get them to believe a gigantic lie than it is to get them to believe a itsy-bitsy or tiny lie. Now, when you think about that, that's counterintuitive. You would think, well, no, that couldn't be true. Because how could it be in any way possible that the middle class, the working class, etc., could more easily be convinced or programmed to believe a giant big lie, and at the same time, they're they're all over, they they doubt and scrutinize the small lies. It's upside-down thinking. It's upside-down thinking. And that's the premise for mass mind control. And that's what we have in the world today, because, as I've communicated to you on this program, the Paul McGuire Report, with documentation, the entire global financial system on an exterior level, and by that I mean a level that you can check up on, uh, the, the exterior level of the global financial uh, economic system is that the entire global economic system is run by just two giant globalist corporations, just two. And those two are uh, BlackRock and Vanguard. And there's a third uh, trying to get in on the action called State Street. Now, BlackRock and Vanguard own everything. They own, for example, they don't have to own it like directly. They can own it indirectly, or they can own it through proxy corporations to conceal just how wealthy and how powerful they are. So if you tell people, which I do, uh, that there is a plan, there is a master plan uh, going on now, and that it has begun in ancient histories with secret societies. There's a master plan to take down the United States of America and basically conquer the world. 
Now, now, when you say that to somebody, the, the average middle class, working class person, when you say that to them, I would say, you know, 97, let's be generous, 95% of them will immediately, it's a subconscious reaction that goes on in their brain and in their consciousness. When they're presented with, with that level of truth, and by the way, it is truth because it's factual and it can be documented, and I've done that for you in other programs. When they are presented with that high level of truth, their minds on a subconscious level, a biological level, a neurological level, a biochemical level, a spiritual level, a conscious and subconscious level, the, the, their minds literally. Uh, have a firewall that automatically triggers these gigantic barriers in their brain. And the reason I believe that happens is because it's originally, it was created as a a God-given protective mechanism. You know, like the, the, the classic fight or flight mechanism. That goes back to, you know, I'm not an evolutionist, but going back to the the tribal and more primitive days when when men uh, were in tribes and hunted, etc., or their warfare was more with swords and and bows and arrows, etc. When they encountered a hostile enemy, either human or animal, what would happen is in order to meet the challenge of that threat of their possible being devoured or their wives and children being devoured by this animal, all of a sudden, various neurological biochemical switches would be triggered in their brain if they thought a hostile animal was approaching. And to to make it a short uh, concept, the most powerful chemical in the arsenal of human behavior would be adrenaline. Now, all kinds of other chemicals were flooding the the systems of human beings. Uh, Dopamine, adrenaline, and and numerous others. But adrenaline is like a, a natural, organic amphetamine. And your heart pumps and your blood races. And that is a protective mechanism that for a momentary period of time, you go into a state of consciousness known as the fight or flight syndrome, and you're fired up, you're supercharged on adrenaline. This allows you to be stronger than you normally are. You can run faster. You, you lose your fear you 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 have enhanced ability in warfare fighting hunting uh again your strength multiplies enormously you can become like a superman or a superwoman and you can charge the beast or the animal that's coming after you or the, or the wolves uh and you can pick up your spear and under normal circumstances you may you know freaked out and have panicked and run uh, because fear would have dominated your consciousness. Now, if fear is dominating your consciousness, you're not going to survive. So this God-given biological, neurological mechanism floods your being with adrenaline, which drives out the fear, 
and gives you this like superhuman ability and strength and mental clarity, et cetera, et cetera. If you're tired, you're like wide awake. Now, when you're constantly in an environment where you're seeing images of what your brain, even if it's just your brain on the subconscious level, if you're constantly seeing images or hearing reports in the mass media, in social media, in the internet, through movies and TV, et cetera, et cetera, uh, let's call them threat animal beast movies. Well, what happens is the mere watching of this media bombardment is triggering the fight or flight mechanism. And so there's nothing tangibly real that is attacking you. So, but your brain can't distinguish the difference. So your brain triggers an enormous amount of adrenaline, dopamine, and other uh, uh, organic chemicals for survival are triggered naturally. But, but that puts your mind, adrenaline puts your mind in a st- and body in a state of power, but simultaneously a state of stress. And so when the threat is perceived to be gone, You've emptied the, the normal human energy that you possess, and you're drained, and, and you actually crash if, as if you were on an amphetamine drug or something. You crash, you're drained, and, and it sometimes can take weeks to recover. Uh, pastors and ministers and business executives and salespeople, when pastors preach, or before the whole COVID thing, but when pastors would preach in a service or a couple of services, they would often experience severe depression uh, the following day on Monday after they preached on Sundays. And, and they didn't, for, for decades, they didn't know what was causing this. It wasn't a lack of spirituality that their body, while they were giving their sermons, was in the fight-or-flight syndrome. The adrenaline was firing in their bodies, enabling them to perform and give their messages but then they would crash, and accompanying the crash would be a change in their mental state, and they would dive into depression. And, and it wasn't like a, you know, depression because there was something physically wrong. It was depression because you're crashing off the adrenaline. Okay, so I've told you all that to bring you to the place where people, uh, the middle class will scrutinize the tiniest, or the or working class, will scrutinize the tiniest of illicit behaviors or crimes or ethical or moral right or wrongs. So they'll be like hyper-vigilant, hyper-focused, okay, on the small things. But simultaneously, for centuries, the middle class, working class, um, people of, of any nation would be, it would be far easier to to convince them to totally believe in a big, big lie than it would be to get them to believe in these tiny lies. And the psychological reason for that is that in their, the middle class and working class in their personal and private lives are very cautious, very prudent, because they have to be. And so they're, they're not looking out for somebody to tell them a giant lie. And Hitler understood that he could literally conquer uh, what would become Nazi Germany and these other nations by using big lie propaganda. 
Now, an example of, of what could be in the future big lie propaganda is a artificial announcement of proof of an alien presence on planet Earth. But let's say all the evidence for that was simply concocted. It was made up. It would be very easy to get countless millions of Americans to believe that, even if the evidence was made up. But they wouldn't believe if you handed them a dollar bill and said, no, 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 you're not looking at it correctly. That dollar bill is really a hundred dollar bill. You understand the principle? And so um, this principle of the mind is used in the exploitation and domination of people. Now, now, when we have a world where the globalist elite or Luciferian elite or whatever you want to call them are in the process of uh, taking, conquering America and the rest of the world, the reason they can do that is they have superior assets. Primarily, they have an enormous amount of money so they can finance wars or, or media or whatever they, they want to finance. They have endless financial deposits. They have armies. They have ac access to the, the, the highest level education and training where they get to learn, like, let's say, let's, for simple words, the tricks on how to control minds and how to control populations, etc. They have so many things at their disposal that the middle class and the working class don't have. And that gives them this. Uh, enormous advantage. So classically, um, the the Luciferian elite since the beginning of time, going back to ancient Babylon at the time of the Tower of Babel and Mystery Babylon, and how those secrets were passed on from civilization to civilization, empire to empire, and kingdom to kingdom. But the critical thing is that that was all about the secret occult teachings, as well as the secret scientific and technological principles, were what you could call or count as assets. So if you have privileged inside information and knowledge, that has a value to it that is greater than money, because it can produce money. And the elite have an advantage because they have access to this knowledge, uh, science, and they have knowledge to the fact that there really is an occult system of power in our world and in our universe. Whereas the middle class, the working class, the, 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 the common people in any nation, they have been walled off from gaining access to that knowledge, that power, that technology, that occult knowledge, and that information. So if you ask the average middle class or working class person about a plan to take over the world, most of them would scoff and laugh. Yet that they're believing the big lie. They're believing the big lie that it is impossible for there to be a takeover of planet Earth. They think that's a joke. But if you ask that question privately to somebody in the globalist elite, they wouldn't be laughing. They would know that it's a factual reality because they've seen the documentation. Do you understand where I'm going with this? Okay, you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. Next.
I want to go through some bullet point um, assets or power that the elite use to control the masses in America and on a planetary level. And by the way, I talk all about this in my brand new book, Power From On High, which is available to you right now at a discount, and you can save money and order Power From On High by going to paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. We'll be back in just a moment. You are now listening to the Paul McGuire Report on Paul McGuire. So when we go back to the ancient super civilizations, such as the legendary Atlantis, many great thinkers like Plato and Sir Francis Bacon, etc., and many others all believe that Atlantis actually existed. I can't prove to you that Atlantis existed, but I wouldn't dismiss it. And super civilizations have all been run by a tiny elite group of men that were called philosopher kings or god kings that had secret knowledge. And once again, we have to remember, possessing this knowledge or secret knowledge, which is another way of describing occult knowledge, you know, if you don't understand the relationship between occult knowledge and knowledge and the monetary value of both knowledge and occult knowledge and the purpose of occult knowledge being secret and hidden, you're going to get tripped up on a superficial barrier that most Christians get, get stuck in, the flytrap of, of uh, a trivial argument Uh, an irrelevant argument, like freaking out about the fact that there's an occult. Well, wake up and smell the coffee. The Bible tells you that there's been an occult starting in the book of Genesis and going all the way through the book of Revelation. So, I mean, get over it. Read your Bible as a primary historical document and understand that that's a reality. But it's deep. The truth is deeper than that. And, And the depth of the truth is this. All ancient super-civilizations merged science, technology, and the occult. They, they didn't separate the occult or occult power into a fantasy genre. Now, here's the, the irony. The, the very top people in terms of science, uh, like Sir Francis Bacon, who was credited as being the father of the scientific method, on one hand, Many, many of these men, Aldous Huxley, author of Brave New World, on one hand, many of these men and leaders and, and, and thinkers um, maintained a public facade of being secular humanists and atheists and purely scientific materialists, which simply means they didn't believe, they, they acted as if they, if they couldn't see it or, or find physical evidence for something, then it didn't exist. But you see, secretly, these guys lived a double life, because secretly, so many of these scientists were deeply involved in the occult, the supernatural, and psychic power. So, for example, Sir Francis Bacon, on one hand, is the father of the scientific method, the, 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 the developer of empirical, scientific empirical evidence. But on the other hand, Sir Francis Bacon is communicating uh, to the Enochian angels and learning the language of the Enochian angels. 
recorded in the book of Enoch, but referenced in, in the New Testament. And he is listening to these Enochian angels who are actually fallen angels. And he's laying out plans to, for Great Britain to conquer America. And he's using the guidance of fallen angels. So, so what does this mean? The middle class, and, and, and this is not meant to be a criticism of Christians, but it is a reality. The Christian culture, sadly, and I deal a lot with this in my book, Power From On High, and you need to read it. Okay, you really do. Do yourself a favor and your family a favor and influence people so we can change the direction of our nation. We will not change the direction of our nation if we continue to think, act, and believe in the same way we have been for the last 100 years. We're losing our nation fast. So this is the point. Uh, You know, when I study, which I do, because I study a vast diversity of specialized fields, everything from military science, psychological warfare, uh, climate change. I mean, you know, I, I study a, a very broad vista of information. And most of the cutting-edge sciences and technologies, including military science, especially in the last 50 years, has moved heavily uh, in, in, in our armed forces incorporating things like psychic warfare, ESP, remote viewing, clairvoyance, and training super soldiers to rely on um, what people used to call mysticism, psychic power, the paranormal, and the supernatural. So, while Christians were not paying attention, and while Christians were essentially backsliding from their faith, not all the way, they, they still give lip service to being born again and saved, but they backslid in the area of they stopped believing God's Word as it applied to the miraculous and the supernatural power of God. At the same time that was happening, the the power centers of our society, the movers and shakers of our society, were not backsliding from the supernatural and the occult. <clears throat> they were aggressively learning how to utilize it for military uh, and other purposes. And And, you know, Francis Bacon began that in a big way, but that they're Massive numbers of scientists uh, at the very highest levels. So, because the middle class and the working class and the no the overwhelming percentage of Christians, they have relegated things like psychic power, the supernatural, ESP, remote viewing, uh, and all these other supernatural powers. They have relegated simply by classifying it evil and sinful, and that's the end of the story. Now, on one hand, that is an accurate classification, because the Bible unequivocally uh, uh, categorizes psychic power and ESP and remote viewing and stuff like that as branches, as branches of the occult, and in the category of things that are forbidden and sinful. No, no question about it. But God wants us to think deeper. Now, when I say God wants to, us to think deeper, I'm not trying to be cute 
and 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 lead you down a lying primrose path of spiritual deception and and in a stealth like manner open the door to demonic powers that is absolutely uh not what i am trying to do so let's let's if you don't know me then take the time to get to know me i would never ever entertain or preach such ideas the bible is my final authority in all things period end of story so the point is, uh, a revolution in our sciences and technologies began with Sir Francis Bacon and the scientific method, but it has continued to accelerate up to our present time, where the, the realm of, of what used to be called the supernatural is now merely an extension of mainstream physics, neuropsychology, and all, other, uh, all kinds of sciences. And based on these sciences, like various electromagnetic frequencies based on, and genetic engineering, based on these sciences, our military, our government, our scientific establishment is utilizing what could be called uh, futuristic and science fiction-like powers and discoveries and developments. All right, so one of the main operating principles... From the beginning, that began in ancient Babylon at the time of the Tower of Babel, was uh, one of the primary occultic supernatural principles that Luciferians use, like Christians should be using intercessory prayer. Well, Luciferians, they have satanic ways of pulling in supernatural power, and one primary way is called order out of chaos or the modern version of that is manufactured crisis. And that's how the elite, the globalist elite, the Luciferian elite, and the occult elite, they rule and reign by creating, by instigating, by initiating planned, strategic, global, and national chaos in America and across the world. So they trigger global chaos, like they're triggering chaos in America, for the purpose of uh, deconstructing and destroying the world and the nation so that they can exploit the chaos and transform the chaos into a new world order. That's why it's order out of chaos or the full expression should be new world order out of chaos. So the new world order out of chaos, Led Zeppelin, the occult rock and roll band, sang about it. One of their lyrics was um, um, about the old, the new order, or the new world order, rising from the ashes of the old. The idea is, is that in occultic circles, and by the way, occultic and satanic circles are, are merged with communist revolutionary thinking, Marxist thinking, and socialist thinking. Remember, communism and Marxism is a satanic system. Never forget that. So they use satanic principles such as manufactured crisis or new world order out of chaos. So, if you look around, you see an ever-increasing, ever-accelerating number of totally manufactured crises 
or chaos. So everywhere you look, you see not just a crisis. They want you to believe that what you're looking at is just a crisis, but it's not just a crisis. The chaos that you're looking at has been planned, has been financed, it's strategic, and it it is not a random chance chaos. It is a strategically, methodically manufactured crisis designed to destroy America so the globalist elite can conquer it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because your life and your death is contingent upon whether or not you really understand and grasp these concepts and operating principles. The overwhelming majority of Christians have no idea of what these operating principles or concepts are all about. And as such, because of the appalling ignorance of God's people and the appalling lack of knowledge of God's people, we are literally being taken over with the modern-day equivalent of the much-feared communist Marxist revolution that, that our nation and our military and our intelligence agencies used to really fear in the 1950s. Well, they just changed the verbiage, but this, com- this communist revolution, this Marxist revolution, is, is hurling down upon us like, like, like massive hurricanes. And people are, are, are shell-shocked. They're blind to it. They're oblivious to it. And what they've done is they are implementing the occultic and communist principle of manufactured crisis. So you say, well, what are you talking about? Well, let me give you an example of how the elite are playing the game and how they are conquering. You need, you know, it's also imperative. I know I'm repeating myself, but it's also imperative to completely understand that when you study the writings, the papers, the documentation, and the books of the communist and Marxist leaders and revolutionaries, they say and they state, and I have the documentation, uh, I've quoted them precisely in my books, like my book, A Prophecy of the Future of America, Volume 1 and 2. I print, I, I quote in my book the the bullet point game plan, and all the different ways the communist and Marxist revolutionaries are moving in to destroy America. And I'm quoting from my source, their, their material, the material of the communists and Marxists, that was given before a congressional hearing in 1963. So, what's the confusion here? The confusion here is we're dealing You know, the Bible talks about being aware of the danger of the wiles of the devil. What does the word wiles mean? The word wiles means trickery, deception, scheming. As believers in Christ, we are to be vigilantly aware and and know and understand that the devil or Satan, his primary strategies are based on mind control psychological, spiritual warfare, and all of this the Bible terms the wiles of the devil, which could be translated the trickery, the scheming, the psychological manipulation, the deception of the devil is synonymous with the term the wiles of the devil. So when you understand that, you understand the nature of the battlefield that we're fighting upon. And by the way, 
if God's people would take a certain percentage of their time and discipline themselves and read books like mine and others, you can increase your knowledge on a quantum level. And as you increase your knowledge, God promises you more power over your world, over your enemy, and in every situation of life, you will receive more power when you obey God and repent of disobeying God. So how do you obey God? You quit fighting him when God is trying to send people in your life to give you knowledge. You cooperate with God, and you actually read, think, and listen so you can educate yourself like I have. You think I, do you think I learned this in, in the mainstream media or public education? I certainly did not. Okay, so, uh, by the way, <clears throat> I'm going to read some of these bullet points here from an article uh, entitled The Big Lie by Peter Koenig from the Global Research Center, uh, who is a brother in the Lord, and I've spoken at conferences uh, with him, and he uh, is a very good researcher. And uh, many, many times I'll, I'll look at his stuff and my stuff, and we're on the same track. And But I like to read him because sometimes he digs into areas uh, in a different way. And when you're looking for knowledge, you you appreciate any credible source. Okay, so here are some of the manufactured crisis events that are deliberately being launched into America and the world. Things like, now listen carefully, because, well, let, let me read them to you. The energy crisis, the food crisis, the industrial and manufacturing collapse. <clears throat> disruptions in the supply chains that would include these giant you know boats like in California we got you know thousands of these gigantic cargo container boats with cars and computers just stuck there and we have it on on the west coast and the same thing is happening on the east coast and the whole train system is down for for you know trains are a huge way of importing and exporting and uh, giant trucks. Um, these are all supply chain disruptions. A manufactured crisis. Fractured communications. Our uh, cyber, our entire cyber and e-commerce and our entire society is based on internet and uh, vulnerable to cyber attacks and cyber warfare, blackouts. And these would be uh, attacks from China or Russia or any other nation. They could bring America to its knees, groveling in the dust by short-circuiting. And I talk all about how this is done in in my book, uh, A Prophecy of the Future of America. If they fired an EMP, electromagnetic pulse weapon missile, up into the atmosphere over the Midwest with a planned detonation, of a nuke, not a nuke that detonates on the surface of the ground of America, but a nuke that is designed, an EMP nuke that is designed to detonate in the upper atmosphere. Because you see, when that happens, the goal is not to blow up buildings and kill people with radiation poisoning. The goal is to detonate an EMP missile in the upper atmosphere, because when that happens, there's like 
a massive, massive, massive electrical shock wave that that rips through the ionosphere and short circuits all of our car systems, our communication, our electrical systems. Every facet of American society is built upon electrical computerized communication. If that goes down and short circuits, we are sent back uh, to the 1800s. We don't have light bulbs. We can't run our cars. Our cars are all computerized. So it's a very vulnerable uh, situation. Hyperinflation is a manufactured crisis. But remember, hyperinflation comes from the deliberate violation or the deliberate manipulation of our monetary system or economic system by what is called the central banks, which are the globalist elite-owned banks, the Rothschild banks, and these are the banks owned and controlled by the wealthiest families in the world. They own and control the Federal Reserve System, and they're the ones who use the Luciferian simple, uh, the, the Luciferian uh, monetary principle of printing money out of nothing. And when you print money out of nothing as a short-term camouflage for, for faking economic growth and recovery, what happens is inflation, and inflation is wicked and evil beyond anything you can imagine. And most Americans, and I'm talking about educated Americans, I'm talking about, I cannot tell you the number of Christian financial planners or financial planners, intelligent people that I have talked to, and they may be very knowledgeable in certain areas of finance, but they don't know diddly squat when it comes to the fundamental core principles and the principles of economics that have been deliberately corrupted by the Federal Reserve and other institutions, the, 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 the international banks, so that they can control and, and push their agenda forward. Um, the climate change crisis, the, the war crisis, the prospect of World War III, prospect of uh, uh, a all-out war with China or North Korea or Russia or a Russia-NATO uh, war. I mean, it's a very damn Middle East-Israel conflict and Ezekiel 38 scenario. Um, and then internal civil conflicts, such as the potential of an uh, American civil war, an American deliberately instigated race war, the manufactured crisis of more pandemics. And why would pandemics be a manufactured crisis? Because every single category that I just spoke to you, like the energy crisis, the food crisis, the, uh, the climate change crisis, the war crisis, the pandemic crisis, all of those crises and more crises are not natural or, or random or accidental crises. They, ha they are all crises that have been scientifically and strategically planned. They have been financed by trillionaires. They, they are very carefully planned. So when you look at this long, long list, because the, the list is a lot longer than I'm sharing with you, 
of manufactured crises, you see that these are these crises that they have learned, the elite have learned how to weaponize or invent and create crises. They've weaponized crises to destroy America and the world so they can bring in their new world order, which is now known as the global reset. And they're going to bring in this global reset, rebranded communism, through uh, manufactured crises. So, so what is this about? We're going we're gonna to expose in just a second. We're going to rip the veil off one of the primary uh, reasons why people cannot see the obvious uh, and cannot understand the purpose and intention of manufactured crises. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. Knowledge is power. Biblical knowledge is real power. Biblical knowledge is also salvation. It's eternal life. Biblical knowledge, when it's applied, is the only way we can win the spiritual battle for America in the last days. That is the goal of this ministry, Paul McGuire Ministries and Paradise Mountain Church. We are in the process of expanding the outreach, the technology, the media platforms, the internet platforms. Um, We are in we're a small ministry, but we have a very, very large impact upon very large numbers of people because we have a very big presence. Despite the fact that we're a small ministry, we have a very big presence of influence in realms such as the Internet and social media and radio and TV and video and audio and feature films and uh, uh, books and articles. And we, I could go the Paradise Mountain Church meetings and the media outreach of the Paradise Mountain Church meetings. All of these, with the exception of the books, are available for free for you to pass on to your friends at paulmcguire.us. But we, we have a very short period of time because the goal of the globalist elite is to immediately destroy and cut off alternative media. They cannot continue to deceive if there are alternative voices communicating the truth. Therefore, they have declared war on the truth, and they are going after anybody who speaks the truth or gives uh, knowledge of of truth. So I need you to pray for me and this ministry. Ultimately, this is a spiritual warfare. So I need your prayers for me, my family, and those associated with the ministry. I mean, I'm talking about answering the call of God to be a full-blown intercessory prayer warrior, and then ask God how you can help this ministry financially with your donations and financial contributions. And then whatever the Lord uh, directs you to do, simply obey Him. Whatever amount, how, how often the Lord wants you to give donations or contributions, simply obey the Lord, the Lord. And let me add something. You know, I don't ask you to do anything that I don't live out myself. And so I have put myself under a different standard. I, I give everything, basically, to the Lord. My whole life, my, my time, I mean, everything is given in the service of the Lord. I, have, I got rid of the compartments, my time and the Lord's time, decades ago. It's just the Lord's time, and I'm fine with that. I wouldn't. God doesn't call everybody to do that, but I wouldn't have it any other way. But I will tell you this from firsthand experience. 
And that is, to the degree you're willing to step out on faith and to trust God and believe God and, and obey God when he directs you, to the degree you're willing to do that is to the degree you will see God's miraculous wisdom, direction, guidance, his miraculous supply, his miraculous provision, his miraculous protection. His, God will watch your back. And I'll have your angels, his angels in front of you and his angels behind you and uh, besides of you. So I, I said that because I want you to understand that if you get caught up in the fear orgy that the mainstream media is pumping out into our minds, <clears throat> their goal is to paralyze the work of the gospel by instilling fear into people. Our goal is to set people free from fear by, by putting the truth into the hearts and minds of people. And together we can do that. But you have to, what, what, you, what you need to do to really experience victory is to renew your mind and to begin to walk in and live in. I'm talking about the integration, and this a lot of Christian businessmen, many who are very successful and very wealthy, but ultimately at some point in their career, there has to be an equivalent integration between the level of their affluence and influence, the level of uh, their money and power, um, and that can be all kinds of things, and the level of their commitment to, to not just fake it, but to really serve the Lord and help finance uh, what God wants to do in terms of you know, businessmen like to get, good businessmen and women like to get to cut to the chase. They want to do the things that are most effective and uh, profitable for their business. Well, that works the same way in, in real kingdom ministry ventures. God wants to see ministries have massive impact and influence. He doesn't judge by mere size. Because you can have, we have a lot of giant Christian institutions in America that are, I'm not trying to be unkind, but many of the giant Christian institutions in America, if you evaluate them numerically or by how much money they have, it would appear, but it's an illusion, that they were highly successful in the eyes of the Lord. But they're not successful in the eyes of the Lord because they're not, they're not truly effective. They, they, they have the outward appearance that they're effective, but they're really not changing anything. And, and if you argue with me, that's fine. Now, I would simply respond to you, I've been around a while. Look around you. If you've been around a while, look at what's happened to America uh, in the last 60 years, just the last 60 years, and tell me what kind of scorecard God would give us in terms of how effective we've been as Christians, in ministry, and apologetics, and preaching the gospel, etc., etc., have we been effective in the eyes of God? And the, the answer is blatantly and egregiously, no, we have not. We have failed miserably. And in every spiritual battlefield of American society, it's a, it's a massacre with the blood of our children on the ground. We have an explosion of sex trafficking an explosion of obscenity being taught to first graders and second graders and third graders. Never mind. You turn on television. And don't, don't lie to me. You know, well, you know I'm not going to check up on you. 
when I watch TV, I watch TV selectively, as selectively as I can. But I don't care how selective you are. When you watch TV, it's a constant assault on Christian principles and a biblical worldview. And don't tell me it's not, because it is. You don't think that 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 does not have an effective impact on our society? You bet it does. So you go into any area of American society, our economy is a wreck. Um, America was the highest nation in the world 65 years ago. And America is, is like Babylon. It's falling. Now, I don't believe that God guarantees, let me say this, especially in regards to my brand new book, Power From One Eye. I don't believe God guarantees, especially in light of, of the responsibility of his people and what has happened. I don't believe God guarantees us a biblical revival or a biblical third great awakening. And I've never said that God guarantees that. All of that that I've talked about, and I do talk about it in uh, Power From On High, and in other books, and at conferences, etc. What I've shared to people, and what I've written, and all of this is documented, is never that God guaranteed a revival, or God guaranteed a biblical awakening. What I always have said is, if God's people will repent, and, and ask God to forgive them of their sins, and change their ways, and change their direction. So repentance, true and genuine repentance by God's people, that must occur at the level God expects it to occur. And that is the only way, genuine repentance among his church and his people, that's the only way that God, who is righteous and holy, will release an authentic biblical Revival and an authentic and biblical third great awakening. That those powerful moves of God, that power from on high, is contingent upon an authentic repentance. I mean, I'm talking about a radical repentance, which could be summarized by the words, no more playing church. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. What we have in America is playing church, and that will not conquer the devil. So if we want to see God move powerfully, on our behalf, and I believe God wants to move powerfully on uh, our behalf, we have to step up to the plate and obey God and do what he's telling us to do, beginning with repentance. Okay, so these crises are overwhelmingly, they are man-made crises. They're strategic, they're humanly financed. So whether we're talking about climate change, that, that is essentially a man-made crisis. If we're talking about fueled by media propaganda, the the other thing is to destroy the American way of life and replace it with a globalist communist way of life, or what Klaus Schwab calls the fourth industrial revolution, where robots and humanoids uh, functioning as artificially intelligent um, machines generated by electronic commands and surviving on programmable digital central bank currencies, which are called DCBC. So the goal is to remove all paper currencies because they want total control and convert the entire American and global monetary system 
into a digital currency. Now, listen to me carefully because it doesn't stop with just a digital currency. The digital currency is just ringing the doorbell at your house. Do you understand what I'm saying? The digital currency is a critical primary initial step step in 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 a global economic revolution. What goes along with the digital currencies and the digital central banks what goes along with that is implanting in the, the, the forehead or the hand, uh, implanting and all, the goal is to implant in all human beings a nanochip implant that has the technological capacity of storing all your private information, banking information, psychological information, education, implanting a a, nano, a microscopic nanochip implant in your body or brain, which is wireless and can broadcast every bit of information about your life and your plans, et cetera, et cetera, on, on, through wireless technology functioning in your body and brain. It can, it can communicate every detail of your life into giant computers. It can communicate every detail of your life uh, and, and upload it to the satellites. And it is a wireless nanochip technology. So the digital currency won't be just digital. It'll be wireless, which means that it will be able to, every human being will be part human and part technological in that you will have your DNA genetically altered at some point in time. And when your DNA is genetically altered, accompanied with the usage of self-assembling nanochip technology, which is self-assembling based on the embedded artificial intelligence, which means computer intelligence, which will be running what used to be you. And this technology is predicted and warned about in the book of Revelation. We read about the coming of Mystery Babylon and a one-world government, one-world religion, and a one-world economic system, which occurred at the first Babylon at the time of the Tower of Babel. Then um, this global system went around the world, and in the book of Revelation, the New World Order is the return of Mystery Babylon, and it consists of, the New World Order consists of a one-world government, one-world religion, and one-world economic system. But the New World Order has been rebranded with the term the Global Reset, which is a global religion, a global economic system, and a global government. And it all, some of you need to wake up, it already has the capacity to read your mind, so it has synthetic Telepathy. You understand? I mean, make no mistake about this. This isn't a conspiracy theory. We just didn't do, we just didn't come from a ketamine party and drop psychedelic drugs together. I'm giving you the facts and the truth. The the question is, can you handle it? I've been talking like this for 40 years for crying out loud. I have the copyrights on my books, and you can read how I have predicted accurately the advent of all kinds of technology and sciences and changes. And I was attacked constantly. I have never called myself a prophet. I do say I have prophetic gifting, and I research prophetically. 
But unlike a, a lot of people who claim to be prophets uh, and get everything wrong, I put my stuff out in copyrighted books, and you can check for yourself whether I got it wrong or not. And I don't claim to be 100% accurate. Um, I've never met a man or a woman who claimed to be a prophet who was 100% accurate. That was relegated to people like Joel and Daniel, etc. So this is where we're going at a very high speed. And the mechanism, the sociological mechanism that is driving this is called uh, manufactured crisis. So the crises have to escalate and increase. The financial crisis is manufactured. It's not real. We don't, re- we don't have, we have inflation, but it was artificially manufactured. We are teetering on, on the verge of World War III, but it was artificially stimulated. We do have some problems with climate change, but, but this is not some natural uh, human extinction-level event that's about to descend from the skies upon us, where we have to go back in time and live in teepees and, and, and you know, eat, you know, I don't know, fish eggs from the bottom of the ocean. All of these crises, when you examine them and research them, you discover that they are man-made artificial crises. They're synthetic, artificial, humanly planned, and they are the mechanism of destruction to bring about a global reset. And when that happens, when that fully materializes, you think, oh, we have a pandemic problem. No, you're thinking on a myopic level. We don't have a pandemic problem. The pandemics, or at least a large percentage of them, come from man-made biological warfare laboratories. You understand that, right? Not confused. Or as Jimi Hendrix once sang, dazed and confused. God doesn't want you dazed and confused. So the so what's the purpose of of the, the pandemic crisis, manufactured crisis? It's to use the crisis in healthcare, which comes from the pandemic. But the crisis of healthcare is used as an organ, an organizing principle to reorganize our every facet of our society. So all of our society has been radically changed due to a health crisis. The health crisis is, is accomplishing a hidden agenda, and you've got to pay attention to that. The same with climate change. Same with climate change. What this is about is the overflow, or excuse me, the overthrow of Judeo-Christian biblical values that once ruled the world and replacing them with a humanistic, satanic, Luciferian elite, New World Order, or Global Reset. And all of a sudden, if you're still here, one day you may wake up, and America will be so radically changed, people will be lined up or have it activated through 5G towers. They'll turn on the wireless nanochips that they embedded in them. And you will see the book of Revelation explode into life right before your eyes. 
And nobody will be asking the question when that comes, and it's coming soon. It's coming very soon. Nobody will be asking the question when that comes soon. Oh, are these the signs of the times that Jesus Christ talked about it? They'll be shaken in their boots because they'll know blanking well that these are the signs of the times that Jesus Christ talked about. And you will be either ready or you will not be ready. And that comes down to this. You will either have accepted Christ and gotten right with God. And by the way, getting right with God includes authentic repentance, which includes you coming before God and turning your life over to God and asking to be used by God as a spiritual warrior in in this peaceful and loving and nonviolent spiritual war. You're supposed to be uh, an active uh, representative of the kingdom of God. And if you're not, there's something wrong. So when I come to you on the Paul McGuire Report, which, which people all over the world are ordering uh, my new book, Power from One Eye. And you know, I, I very rarely say this. I don't know if I've ever told you this on the program, maybe once. Every time we ship out a bunch of books like Power from One Eye, out of the United States, to Canada, Mexico, and to nations all over the world. Every time we ship that out, we incur a very large financial loss. It costs us hundreds of dollars more to ship out the book than than the meager amount we charge for it. And you say to me, well, why would you ship out these books all over the world, like your book, Power From On High, knowingly, losing a considerable considerable amount of money every time uh, you sent it out of the country. Why would you continue to do that? And my answer is always the same. As long as I can, I will continue to use these books as evangelistic tools and send them all over the world, to nations all over the world, because I know I've been in many of those nations, and, and the truth is not available. Even in the European nations, it's not available. And so, as I I tell people, I am seeding, I am planting the seeds of the kingdom of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ in these nations. And therefore, if we take a loss, we take a loss. Because what I'm about and what this ministry is about, yes, we absolutely need money. Anybody who's doing anything in life needs money. The only people who don't need money is people who aren't doing anything. But I am committed because Paul McGuire Ministries and Paradise Mountain Church, from the day it was founded, was never about money first. It was always about saving souls, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and teaching a biblical worldview. And God gave me a burden and set my heart on fire to to help God's people reclaim America for Jesus Christ before it slides into a totalitarian dictatorship. So that's why I'm here. And I pray in my prayers. I never ask God to take me home to heaven. Never. I say, Lord, keep me here as long as I can be of service to you and accomplish your mission. I'm here to serve you. This is not about my personal comfort. This is about serving you. So with that, let me simply say this. I have given my life, my entire life, to serving the Lord. Does it mean I'm perfect? No. 
If the qualification for serving the Lord was perfection, nobody would be in the ministry. But I am available. And my question to you, I know most of you are available. Or you wouldn't be listening to me. You'd be listening to some dumbed-down programming. But I'm telling you, we need, together, we need to increase the outreach. We need to implement protective measures now before they start taking down alternative media so fast your head's going to spin. If you can't see that, that that's on the horizon, then you're blind. They do not want to hear one peanut of the gospel of Jesus Christ anywhere. They, they are going to do everything in their power to shut down the preaching of the gospel. They're just laying low, don't you? Don't, don't be fooled. They're very demonically intelligent. <clears throat> their plan is to lay low and to play nice, <clears throat> to keep the Christians sound asleep while they take over our nation. And then when the timing is just right, and they've got all their pieces into action, they will flip the switch of their already installed totalitarian dictatorship. They'll flip the on switch on it. And before you could even understand what's happening, you will be in a full-blown totalitarian state where Christians are being persecuted on an unbelievable, unbelievable level. That is so awful and horrific that if anybody in their right mind would actually intellectually understand just how awful and evil that kind of takeover is, and then continued to do nothing in terms of, of trying to stop it with God's help, I mean, do we deserve God's revival or his, his spirit or his wrath? I mean, at a certain point, you can't, you know, at a certain point, I think God's been very patient with us. Now, I believe we can see a revival. Because I, I'm not going into a spiritual war with the mindset uh, pre-installed that I'm going to lose the war. What kind of fool would do that? Who in any business that succeeds, any, any military that succeeds, any technology that succeeds, or anybody who's in their right mind, which means that your mind is succeeding, who in their right mind would preconceive defeat and losing the battle and be absolutely convinced that there's no way you can win, you're going to lose the battle, it's all a disaster, Satan's taking over America, who in their right mind would then go out into the spiritual battlefield knowing that with that kind of thinking, it's guaranteed you're going to be slaughtered. Most of you don't think like that, thank God. I don't think like that. As you sow, so shall you reap. You think in accordance with what the Bible says. And the Bible says that we can win, that the spiritual war is a winnable war. So with that, I ask you to back me up and to support me with your prayers and pray like you were on fire and and it meant everything. And ask God what you should give financially in terms of donations and contributions, because we're in an all-out war, and we got players coming against us who have deep pockets. So we need you to, to start thinking in your own lives biblically and reject this, oh, I'm poor, I'm poor, and it's all falling apart, I'm poor, I'm poor, I won't have retirement. No, if you're, if you're going to think in that framework of mentality, that's exactly where you'll end up. And that is something that the elite know. So they pound financial fear into your head. They, the elite, have created this financial crisis we're in. 
Because every time you turn on the mainstream media, either on the internet or television or so-called news or whatever, all you hear is how bad the economy is. All you hear is quotes from the Federal Reserve saying, well, this is going to be worse than the Great Depression. You hear uh, an unending, repetitive, brainwashing barragement of the economy is, is imploding and we're all going to be decimated. What would be the motive of the international bankers and the globalist elite and the global reset? Why would they want to program the minds of Americans to think in that way? Because they're truth tellers, because they really want to give you a heads up. They don't want to give you a heads up. They are the one. Listen to me very carefully. They are the ones that organized, financed, planned the, the economic chaos. They're not giving you any heads up and warning to help you. They plan to seize all of your assets for pennies on the dollar. They're not here to help you. They're your conquerors. Don't you get it? Or are you still going to be asleep? We don't have much time. With God, all things are possible. But you've got to step out on faith. You've got to have at least a mustard seed. And with that, we will march together victoriously into the spiritual battlefield. If all we have is a mustard seed of faith, then so be it. God bless you. This is Paul McGuire. Visit PaulMcGuire.us. That's PaulMcGuire.us. Paul